everybody. Welcome to the fifth episode of the Hustling Sideways podcast. I'm Alan Hallis. I'm a music writer, and I am here with... <laughs> My name is Jim Love, and I am a keynote and motivational speaker, and this is our fifth episode. We've made it. This, this is, is it? This is the first milestone. That's, that's a big one. Um, we've been... Uh, yeah, it's, I, I didn't really prepare a speech, but I can... Um, I want to thank the Academy, first of all. <laughs> Please uh, do, yeah. Yeah, for giving us this opportunity, and uh, my parents, and uh, that's about it. I don't really have an, you know, I can't I, think That's else. more than I had, yeah, so that's fine. Yeah, and your dog. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Alan's got a dog. Rocky, big, uh, yeah. big, big thank you to Rocky. Big thank you to him. Keeping the keeping the energy up. Uncredited associate producer <laughs> on everything. Right. He, he knows. Yes, so uh, we are also here, we have another guest uh, from Flutter Beauty Bar, as well as CB Designs. Uh my cousin-in-law, Aaron Seavey. <laughs> Welcome, Aaron. Hello. Woo! How are you guys? Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. We got to get like an applause. Button. Yeah, I was going to say, I was clapping underneath the mic applause as if one, that would be you caught. You need a button. But... We're yeah. just going to, we're going to golf clap. I think that could be it. Things will improve on each episode. All yes. Right? And it's gonna, and we're yeah, still learning. Clapping is next. Um, and Aaron, you have CB Designs was your first yes. side business. And then yes. you're an esthetician full time. I am. Good job. You pronounced yes. it right Jeez. on the... Did you practice earlier? I, did, <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote notes before. <laughs> I was going to say. Alan looked at his hand as you. You're an esthetician. Yes. <laughs> um, so real, real quickly, let's just get right into it. How did you kind of get started crafting things and and doing well tell us a little bit about what cb designs is, I should say that. so cb designs is a crochet business as well as about a year ago now i um added a clothing section to cb design so now i do bleach dye which became a really big fad from tiktok and all during um the lockdown when the pandemic first happened so um it's going to be coming up on a year actually next month that i added the clothing nice. so that's pretty great and then crocheting i began literally as a kid it's been like 15 years since i've been crocheting okay um not obviously professionally or i didn't start cb designs until i was in college I need a little bit of extra drinking money. So I started making <laughs> scarves for my friends and replace for beer or money for beer. You, you were an entrepreneur. Totally. That yeah, yeah, that's how I did it. And then as I got older and I became more of a hermit and <laughs> I continued to crochet. Now it's just turned into something I love to do as well as it goes along with my TV addiction. So I get to watch my shows and just... Feel a little productive, at least. Yeah, <laughs> which I think everyone's looking for that balance. Definitely. Like, if I'm going to be binging a show, I might as well be doing something good while I'm at it. Yeah, Definitely. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Did you crochet the hat that you were wearing? Yeah. And then the oh, yeah. shirt is a is a original. Yeah, I got. All, I actually have all of the businesses today. I didn't even realize it was a Flutter shirt. <laughs> and the phone too. Did you crochet the phone? Yeah, yeah I wish. Okay. Right. I yeah. know. That's really cool. Yeah. So, um, it definitely has evolved into something more um I really enjoy it I really enjoy the clothing part of it I enjoy designing different things for everyone um I really do love when a business comes to me and they want something custom made with their logo or something like that I think that that's always something to brand yourself and to have your items that have your logos on them I feel like it's something so creative and so personal um so I've made all of my own logos and everything too so that's why you'll see my logo everywhere but I definitely think that 
when you brand yourself, I want someone to see a butterfly and think about Flutter Beauty Bar. Mm-hmm. I want someone to see bleach dye and be like, oh, I know a girl who does that because that's kind of all I wear now. Yeah. And it's part of branding, but then it's also part of you really have to love what you do and mm-hmm. what you create. And it really, I don't know. I think that that really helps when you're building a business. So Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You said you started in college. Yeah. Um, you know, crocheting for yeah. beer money. Mm-hmm. Uh, when was the first idea that you kind of were like, I can turn this into like fashion and like kind of go beyond, you know, just crocheting for beer money? Definitely. It was actually um, right around the time I had moved to Bayview. So that was, oh my gosh, it's going to be eight years now that we've lived in Bayview. And I really decided I wanted to start just making it more of a line versus just having people come to me and be like, oh, you make scarves. I'm going to buy you yarn. Make me something. Because that's really what it is. A lot of people just think, if I buy the product, will you just make it? And it's like, no, half of the problem with that is it's part of my talent and it's Mm -hmm. my time that you pay for versus the material. Right. As well as the material, I should say. So you kind of started with word of mouth beforehand because definitely people were kind of aware mm-hmm. so they noticed just things that you were wearing that were things that you made yeah definitely kind of picked up from there i forced a friend of mine who had just started dabbling in blogging reva treasure what reva wore um okay. she put her hand in the side of her mouth i was like people know your face from this cool instagram because instagram was just up and coming then i talk about it like it's back in the day but so much has changed no yeah in a short yeah. amount of of time so I uh, was like you're gonna be the face of CB designs put this on and let's take homemade <laughs> pictures like I still have photos like in my living room which we thought were bomb photos too so nice. yep that's where we started or we'd find a brick wall <laughs> and that was where we would Just take solid <laughs> yeah standard that's Instagram. what you yeah, started right. with that's right how, yeah. we evolved to pink walls and wooden walls anything <laughs> that matched the vibe of the items so I made her wear everything and I um I wanted to create, again, like a brand and create kind of a face behind the brand. And the next year, you know, I I did well that year just spreading the word about yeah. creating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the next year is when I was like, you know what? I had taken this weird... Um, it was one of those dumb free online branding classes that was like, make your business your own. It was yeah. one of those. And it was free and they don't tell you all the goods unless you pay. But you get a few tips, right? So they had said, make your brand yours. Again, like I said, with the but- with the butterfly. So they were like, it's very important that when someone sees your face, they relate to you as the maker. So I know a lot of makers are like, I don't do selfies or I just show my product, which is fine. And it is good to have that. Yeah. But you really, for social media marketing, I was it was drilled in me like seven years ago, you want your face with your brand so that the minute people see mm-hmm. something crochet, they're like, oh my God, she made that. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And also having it come from someone who was younger at the time, I was in my mid twenties. It was like crochet became not like a grandma craft anymore. Right. Yeah. Like it was like, oh, young people can look fashionable with a yarn design. I, I was going to ask mm-hmm. that, like when you saw the shift, because that, that was kind of you totally know, what I had in my head. That is definitely 20s. when I started trying to make it fashion mm-hmm. versus grandma. Like, how right. do you the minute you think crochet, you're like, ooh, an Afghan or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like your grandma would wear like a grandpa sweater or a grandma mm-hmm. sweater. Right. And to make those items look cool and look youthful and look fashion forward, it's it's hard. Mm-hmm. But now, 
that's all the rage right now. You know, chunky hats, chunky beanies, chunky scarves, and all of that for the winter fashion. So that really helps. It's it's in, right? It I mean, does. That's, that's that's great. Well, yeah. and I mean, I like to think I had like a hand in helping say, make it. You've had it out there, right? Yeah, I mean, just hundred yeah. percent. I mean, I've been wearing crocheted things for so long mm-hmm. that. It, at one point, you did see a shift where it was kind of like, oh, that's cute. And then it went to like, I want what looks just like that. And I'm yeah. like, that's crochet. Like, yeah, that's I can do thing. that. This is what I do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, you mentioned Instagram and, and mm. Reva uh, getting <laughs> uh, getting the word out with yeah. her. How much time like has to get devoted to like keeping up with the newest thing that's on Instagram or the newest feature even? Like, yeah. you know, figuring out what is the next... You know, because I know I have to deal with that with breaking and entering, trying mm-hmm. to figure out totally like, what, the algorithm you know. and everything. Yeah. Um, at this point, I kind of I say F the algorithm a little bit because yeah. you get into something that's comfortable with you. And I have gotten a little carried away with social media sometimes where I become a little bit almost like obsessed with like, oh, my God, what does my feed look like? Is it cohesive? Do the yeah. colors match? And sometimes you just have to say F that and go ahead and say, I like this post and I'm going to do it. And I think that it looks, it's going to be good on the feed. Yeah. And just I, hope. I totally agree it's so that. hard though, because then it's like you spend all this time on a post you think is awesome mm-hmm. and you get like 16 likes. And it's like, <laughs> okay, four of those are from my other accounts. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or they're like, mom liked yeah, it and thanks, shared mom. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or it's things like that, or you get all excited. You see like three shares on Facebook mm-hmm. and it's literally like mom, dad, and an aunt, <laughs> like half removed. Right? Yeah, right. So it's like, oh, thank you guys. But then they have no likes on theirs. And it's really hard. Social media is tough and it can it definitely. Is you see those 16 likes and you're like okay yeah. um, you almost you did you almost like you did something wrong right? a little it's bit like a, it like, definitely hurts your self-esteem yeah, no a smidge doubt. too if yeah. especially if you got a good selfie in there and it's like come on guys right. <laughs> but um i definitely think you kind of just have to go with it and you just have to do what you are gonna do i've definitely seen a lot of improvements over the last few months i've been doing a lot of giveaways with other small businesses local and just like around the u.s Mm -hmm. um i think i've done three in the last like three months and i've gained just about 200 more followers in the last three months just from doing giveaways now you see a big spike and then you see a letdown obviously Mm -hmm. so you have the people who follow you just for the giveaway and then when they lose they unfollow you but that's what you want to see i don't want people around who aren't going to want to look at my things so that means whoever stayed is okay with seeing me on their feed um so I guess that has definitely helped too and it's also brought me closer with a lot of other small businesses I have more giveaways in the works which is a lot of fun um again you get to meet new faces and see new things yeah honestly it works so well because of word of mouth and that is social media has brought at least that Mm -hmm. I can think of specifically at least like 10 clients that I've had who have ordered something and then someone will say, oh, I'm a friend of Kim's or, oh, I'm a friend of this. I saw her sweatshirt. I saw this. I saw her hat. And that is really cool. Yeah. When someone sees someone like out in the wild and is like, I want that. Mm -hmm. Rather than like if someone's like, oh, it's from Target. No, it's from a small business. They go those extra few miles to find me and to reach me. And that really feels good. And that's that's kind of a big difference from what Jim and I do because Mm -hmm. we both don't really have a physical product. I mean, we have merch, but that's like not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's I mean, not I'm, the core thing. Exactly. And I'm thinking it, it is interesting too, like just like with word of mouth though, and kind of relating, you know, to what, what you just said. Like, I, like if I, if I work with a teacher, 
who really likes me, they're going to tell their teacher friends about working, you know, so it, it's Definitely. sort of like the same vibe and, and, mm-hmm. it, and it's that organic growth. I think for, for any, you know, any business like that is, is just so enormous. Well, so. for you guys, it seems like it might also be a little bit harder too, because you have to have people like you. Like right. no one gives a crap about me. Sure. They right. want what I yeah. make. They Which want is why I, can... I struggle a lot mm-hmm. because just no one <laughs> likes it's us. Tough. Oh yeah. That's it's actually, tough. that was going to be the name of the podcast <laughs> right. was nobody likes us. Nobody well, likes no it. one would buy anything from me if they knew me. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, you're right. It is, it is sort of a personality. Fit, it is. For, for sure. It is. You, you said you've, you know, you see stuff out in the wild sort of thing. Have you seen your own products yeah. out in the wild yeah like, I have. just like you know it's not anybody yeah that you know yeah so i like someone if i've made something and i didn't know who it was for if it was a forget a gift for someone mm-hmm. it was actually funny one day i had someone text me i was so the biggest sweatshirt that happened it was during the lockdown i had made it for myself tiktok was so cool and i was so bored in the house bored in the house <laughs> bored and they were like um, it was just bleaching anything black that you had at home, right? Mm-hmm. You weren't buying anything new because Amazon wasn't even working. So you yeah. just anything black. I like took bleach to all my black <laughs> items are bleached now. But and it just put mama on it. I put just like M.A.M.A. And yeah. I did that for myself for Mother's Day. And I posted a photo of it on Facebook and all of my like high school, college, anybody who now like 20 As years kids. later is a mama. They were like, oh, I, want, I that. want that. I'm sitting at home with my kids. I'm a damn mom. And it's Mother's Day. I'm buying myself a sweatshirt. And That's I was awesome. like, I'll do that. So then all of a sudden, I bought like 100 black sweatshirt crewnecks on Amazon. Like within that whole lockdown, I think I sold 100 sweatshirts. It was wow. wild. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. But I made them for everybody. You know, it was either the mama or they had like, say someone had a nickname like Nana or something. Um, someone bought one for their mom that they call Bunny. So I had a girlfriend. She texted me and she was like, did you make a bleach sweatshirt that says Bunny on it? She was like, it looks just like your mama font. And I was like, yeah. And she was out in Fond du Lac. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so funny. <laughs> that's your shirt. It was, I right. was like, I made a bunny shirt. So yeah, like, I did that. Exactly. So <laughs> it was pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Did that's you awesome. when you were like and not to shift gears, but when, like when, when, when you were growing up, like, did you ever see yourself to be? like a small business owner, was that something you wanted to do or, or did that sort of evolve because of the passion that you had and, and what you found? Like, like what, what, what did you yeah. want to be when you grew up? You know, like, yeah, or, well, or how did started you off that? as a mermaid, obviously. Well, as one yeah. does. But yeah. then I wanted was... to be a lion. So I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right there. Yeah. Mermaid was always what I wanted to be. <laughs> but, um, I definitely, I guess it started becoming a parent when, no job worked out for me, right? I wasn't that nine to five cookie cutter. I mm-hmm. I could pretend that I was and I did well at what I did, um, but it just wasn't for me. I wasn't one to like, I didn't like to answer to anyone. Right. I didn't yeah. like the rules. Might I didn't. Be your own boss. Yeah, right. I definitely did. And um, I think that I saw that shift really change in my like early 20s. So I had worked in retail. Mm-hmm. I actually started off waitressing, customer service. Then that yeah. put me to retail, which really helped. I think everybody should be wait staff at some I point, totally if not agree. a hostess, yeah, a busboy, a waitress, a bartender, something. It really, it helps you become good and bad, right? Like tough skin as <laughs> right. well as you know then what you're working for. And I do think everyone should at some point know what it's like to work for tips. Because yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. There's a great Al McGuire quote up there saying like, like you should either be a bartender or a taxi driver before you get like in through. Like, I like, can't agree yeah, more. It really, great. really shapes who you mm-hmm. are growing up to. Um, and then that brought me to retail. I think that the customer service aspect of wait staff really helped. Mm-hmm. Um, so retail, I was really good at. I, 
I can talk to people well. I can fake it very nicely. (laughs) I do like people, though. I like meeting different people. I do like customizing things for people. So I did work at a jewelry store for a long time. Nice. I worked at a shoe store for a long time. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, retail. Oh, my God. The hours are crazy. Again, you're answering to people. You're making numbers. And the minute you have an off day... It's tough. It was out of whack. It was hard. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was a lot of pressure on me. And Mm -hmm. at the time I was literally 20. Like it was. That's a lot to handle. It is at 20. And I was still trying to decide if I needed to go to college. And I was in college. but (laughs) I was more at the bars. I was having fun. College was fun. I'll never. College was a great time. I just didn't do school. (laughs) (laughs) So I have student loans (laughs) for living downtown. (laughs) It was a lot of fun. But um, that's when I definitely was like, I need to do something that I can be my own boss Mm -hmm. or have a very lenient job. And that just, it took me to, I've always loved beauty and fashion and I've always loved skincare and making people feel good about themselves. I guess that's also kind of what I do now with my side business as well. But that is how I decided to go to beauty school and become an esthetician. So awesome. Awesome. I think that's, it's interesting. Like in, in uh, the last interview, you know, that we had, I think that that sense of making people feel good and the experience you wanted to give. And that's, we heard that reverberated. I would say I'd do my thing for the same reason. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, that's powerful. I think that makes people, and I think for you, like maybe the small business owner part wasn't like a full realization. And then you're like, wait a minute, I can do all Mm -hmm. this and make it my, make it what I do, make it my living. And, um, and it's, I think those dots connected for you, which which is pretty cool. It's, it's crazy to think about where you begin too, and mm-hmm. then to know that you are changing people's lives. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it is pretty powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm noticing that, I mean, with everybody that we've had on so far, whether it be our own stories <laughs> yeah. and Meg. I was going to say all two of them. No, us yeah. too. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but yeah, um, right. yeah. Uh, it's always seemed to come back to like everything you do beforehand all kind of weaves its way it in. It always does. Yes. Um, yes. So like you said, with customer service and retail and things like that, now you're, you know, mm-hmm. not only are you doing, you know, sales online, but you're doing makers marts and mm-hmm. things like that. Definitely. That's huge. Um, so there's, there's a customer service element to that too. How did you actually get into like doing, having stands at like makers marts and things um, like that? I love doing craft fairs. So this was a really big hit when it came to COVID. It was really sad. I was really excited this year to have things Adam Maker Mart too, which um, hopefully they'll be back in the next year or two. We'll get, really, we'll get next we'll winter get at least. We'll oh my gosh. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Um, but what I did in the interim and I actually have sweatshirts at Sparrow in Bayview. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's all about knowing your shops too, right? I love Sparrow. I've shopped at Sparrow since I've lived in Bayview. They now have a like a boutique as well. So there's two Sparrow stores. Yeah. But I'm in the collective part where there's makers. Mm-hmm. The other is more like... Um, boutique things like yeah girl women's clothing and things like that okay. but the maker side that's where um i have sweatshirts so that's where i put my sweatshirts at first um awesome i think that's the only place my sweatshirts are my hats are out in cedarburg they're at a quilting museum they actually wow. do really well out there <laughs> okay. i think it's like the older clientele yeah, like, at yeah, a quilting museum like yeah. i get random checks like every few months and i'm like oh yeah still what have a cool a, they must not have a whole bunch left oh, because man, that's yeah awesome. <laughs> yeah so it's out there 
a lot of it is just about connections and it's just kind of about who you talk to. I mm-hmm. can't tell you how many times I've copied and pasted the same Instagram message. Hey, my name's Aaron CB. I crochet hats, scarves. Right. Uh, would you love my items in your shop? And, you know, you hear back from some, you don't hear back from others. It is hard putting your work out there, though, because, you know, then it's like you get that email that's like, can I see some photos? <laughs> and then you don't hear back. <laughs> and you know what? That could be they have the same items in stock right. already. They yeah. have any, something any similar. similar. They yeah. have another maker who knits or mm-hmm. crochets. And a lot of people don't know the difference between it. So they see homemade yarn projects and they're like, oh, we've got that. Like, right. we're not doing more. The only harder hard thing, too, then about other shops is you have to remember, especially if they're a small business, too. It's on a consignment and you then have to up your price. So some places, depending on like if it's, you know, 40, 60 or 50, 50. Right. I now have to sell you a $75 hat to make my $35. (laughs) That's a really good point. And then I'm not even making sometimes my material. And that's crazy to me because who's going to buy a $70 hat? Yeah, that's not a good fit. Yeah. It's tough. So you definitely, it's like, do I want my name out there? Yeah. But do I want to like risk one, not making a profit or having this crazy <laughs> expensive crazy hat markup. that yeah. someone's like, what the yeah. heck? Yeah. And then they feel like they can't shop with me because I'm overpriced. Well, and, and that's like a good greedy. Your, like, I don't like ever want to like look. brand, right? Like totally. you don't want people looking at like, that's way too, I can't do that. Right? Exactly. Yeah, that, that, yeah, you can't have that. Yeah. But sense. then at the same time, you don't want to like diminish your work, right? You sure. don't want to mm-hmm. put out there like, I'm not worth $70 because right. maybe I am. But... It's just not realistic, mm-hmm. and I don't want to be. Th- I want to be budget friendly where I can be. I'm very upfront with my clients. Yeah. If they're like, I want this Elmo stuffed animal that's like the size of my toddler. I'm like, okay, that's gonna be this much money. Right. right. And they're like, why? And it's like, because there's do you know how long material and there's time and yeah. Of exactly. Course. It's all one color. Okay. I'm, okay. <laughs> so it's still. That's just not your. Yeah, yeah. Know your customer. Know what you're asking for, and also as the customer know what someone is working for mm-hmm. know what takes someone's time absolutely yeah. yeah and i would say too like you were saying about a 70 dollars hat <laughs> you want to make something that you yourself are going to wear and buy you mm-hmm. know like if you saw that in a store yeah you would probably yeah. not jump at a 70 dollars no. hat i had a really hard time actually before i had my son crocheting anything baby people would be like can you make a newborn hat and i'll be like uh can i try it on my dog no like i don't know who it's gonna fit <laughs> right. or i don't know if it's gonna fit their head yeah and then all of a sudden i had a kid and i was like G- give me your head and i've <laughs> tried everything on him i have everyone now measure their kid's He's head been a great mannequin <laughs> totally yeah. and i know his measurements so right. everything goes around his head oh, that's perfect so i'm like yeah. oh you have a three-year-old but the same size head as my kid that's perfect so, <laughs> so all i'm hearing is if you want to get into fashion you, you need to have a kid i mean kind of and then baby fashion everybody forget baby fashion yeah, there you go. yeah. <laughs> and then mold everything around his his or that's her right. shape. yes yes and what they got a big head mm. yeah well, well yeah. Then, i was gonna say like like this guy over, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I would be i'd be the xxl category on that one <laughs> yeah so that definitely it i do like to make things that i like to wear i would mm-hmm. i'm guilty of that i'm not one who is gonna make that elmo stuffed animal because i don't want to yep, like right. and no, that sounds cool. so selfish but i don't do the best work when it's something that I'm not excited about. Yeah, well, that's, or I'm that's not... a passion. Totally. That's what it is. Totally. I mean, like, you're not going to, like, I'm not going to, like, do something I don't really, like, I don't care about it. Why would I yeah. put my effort into it? But I have then a hard time then because on my 
you know, real job at Flutter yeah. Beauty Bar, I am doing exactly what someone wants, right? Oh, sure. Who gives a crap what I think about your eyebrows? You're <laughs> right. coming to me and telling me this is what I want. Mm-hmm. Right. And I have to do that. So I don't have a really hard time now <laughs> kind of distinguishing the two. I'm like, but I want this for yeah, your eyebrows. Yeah, it's a different mindset, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah so I it's like, that. I'm going to mess a little bit on both ends, I guess, right? So <laughs> yeah. it's, I, I like to find a nice middle, but I'm definitely... <laughs> I lean more towards, but I like the way this looks. So. <laughs> and, and it's done you well, right? Mm-hmm, I mean, that's, definitely. that's what you've built yourself off. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I want to ask a little bit to, you were talking about, we talked about Instagram a little bit before, yeah. but mm-hmm. you, you work with other brands and you yeah. do giveaways and things like that. You're in the fashion space, which is hard to kind of stand out because there's a million people that have now decided that they want to be influencers and and models and who knows what. How do you kind of make that connection with another small business like and and do it in a way that like you they can tell that you're the real deal that you're not you know somebody that just wants to to make add on to that too like like I think you're like your um your brand is like pretty you know specific and, and important to you. How do you align that to make sure like, you know, if you're going to work with small biz, they Mm -hmm. got to be on the same page, right? So I guess both of those questions. Yeah, totally. Um, So I guess I would start off with I like to find people um, who I vibe with, meaning not even like how our feed looks or how our trends are, what we make, but someone who is passionate. I do, and it. I hate to keep talking about motherhood, but I do tend to look for people who are moms too. So I do have another Instagram. Um, It's very small. It's under 200 followers, but it's called Maker Mamas, MKE. So me and another small business mom, we created it and we did it during the lockdown again. Mm -hmm. It's more so like bringing moms together who are makers, who have the same alikes, right? Who want to make, want to make things, want to create, but also we know the struggles of being a parent Mm -hmm. and being a parent during a pandemic right so I think that that's definitely opened up a lot of people's eyes who did want to be makers kind of touching on what you said too like everybody kind of wants to do it now again I guess I could fall into that category like I I started bleach dyeing right like I did what everybody's doing but um it is hard to find people who you're going to connect with and like you said the real deal there's Mm -hmm. so many people out there who are going to take you for everything that you're going to give I've had people be like, oh, uh, just send me a headband or a scarf and I'm going to put it in a giveaway. And I'm like, no, like That's we're right, going to yeah. wait and see. I want to be on a I want to be on a private message with everyone else involved in that giveaway. I want to make sure that this is happening before you see my product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're not just giving literally it, a product because I have just right. mailed someone a headband one time all excited, you know, being naive. And it was like, wait. Whatever happened to that? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. where's that headband? You never where's saw that it or giveaway? Got tagged or anything? Exactly. Like that. Yeah. So it's definitely more so. Also, yourself following through. I do have like a little notebook that I keep everything aside, right? Like, and you check in every so often, like a planner. Like, oh, this giveaway, mm-hmm. and she wants this item. Check in with her. So it's a lot of it's time consuming. It's super behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think that. Creating my brand. Is that what what did you ask? Yeah. So like the those businesses that you end up like yeah. working with. Yeah. If they align with kind of how okay. how you yeah. are. Definitely. Right? Yeah. So you know the hardest part about it is like you said, there's everybody everybody now, right? Mm-hmm. So um I know so many people making candles right now. And I love it. I love it. These soy candles are amazing mm-hmm. and they're so good for the environment, right? And I love them. Um, but you really have to kind of also 
decide who you're going to be with right? and kind of go with that, right? So I have a good friend, Wiccan Bean Candle Company, and she is just, yeah. just started again during lockdown, awesome. too. It really pushed some people to follow their dreams. Mm-hmm. And I think that... Um, I really just have to be in it with her, right? And mm-hmm. we fit each other's vibes. We fit each other. She's a mom as well. She's part of the Maker Mamas MKE. And it's really just I have to stick with her and I have to show that loyalty. Mm-hmm. Will I not support any other candle company? Of course not. Mm-hmm. I'm open to doing anything. But you, people, I've had multiple people be like, oh, my God, I bought those because I saw that on your story. That's or awesome. I saw yeah. that at Flutter and Beauty Bar. so well. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like. You definitely need to find someone or find people or find your group and really just promote them. And they're going to do the same for you. That's, Mm -hmm. again, the word of mouth thing is so important. And on Instagram, it's just so hard. I really have been trying hard lately. And this is nothing about anywhere else. But I'm trying to really stick local as well as, you know, small business. Mm -hmm. Because then you do have that opportunity to help them grow. Like we're growing not only like the small businesses and the women-owned businesses, but then the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's really important. So I've definitely paired up with a lot of local moms and small that's businesses. Great. That's great. I love that group you just mentioned. Uh, Make, Maker's Mom, right? Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, Mama's Mom, did I say that Maker wrong? Mama's MKE. Maker I know Mama's it's MKE. M-M-M. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't think a lot of, I mean, maybe some people realize, but the pandemic has... For, for the most part, negatively impacted moms leaving the workforce. Mm-hmm. Like that's a proven thing. And yeah. I mean, you know, ch- child, you know, all, yeah. all, I mean, they just need to do a lot of yeah. stuff and, and, uh, and, and to, to, to bring them back yeah. and, and find a passion that works for them, I think is, is vital uh, right now, particularly. And, and it will only, you know, need to be more. So that, that's awesome. I do think too, it, it made us realize kind of like, wow, like you only have that one life to live, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like if I've been wanting to make these candles or I've been wanting to start macrame or I've been wanting to really start a small business, like why not? Like it gave us a little bit. I I mean, I had the time on my hands. My industry did close down for about three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was home um, with my son and my husband who also was laid off during still. He uh, worked at the rave. So the rave is still. Yeah. 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 Without shows. Mm-hmm, and definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, he now is in a different industry and everything because it was kind of we were pushed into that. I did go back in June, but it's definitely my business is nowhere near what it was. Right. So not complaining at all. I'm happy for what it is. And I totally understand why people aren't as apt to getting extra beauty services that aren't necessary. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So I'm grateful for what I have, but it has given me more time to work on CB designs. And I mean, it has showed just in the last year how much I have put into it and how much it has changed and evolved. I had the biggest winter season that I've ever had. That's awesome. And I definitely put that to people wanting to shop small this year Mm -hmm. if they could, which it was hard for everybody this year, you know? Yeah. But people are just showing support where they can. Someone who might have gone to Target for their headband came to me this year. Someone who went to Walmart or went to, you know, another chain, they came to me this year for their gifts if they could. So that was really great. Yeah. Uh, You mentioned, you know, only having one life and going after projects and things like that. Are there projects that we can maybe not give away? We don't want to give away too much, (laughs) but like... Are there projects, anything new territory that uh, CB Designs is, is and pushing we'll, into? And we'll, and we'll cut this out. Yeah, other right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, I just expanded into colors. I actually just dropped my new uh, spring collection yesterday. I dropped it on my Instagram. It's Sweet. just CB Designs MKE. And um, 
That was my biggest request when I first started because, I, like I said, I was just doing black clothing items, whatever you had at home that was black, right? And um, everyone just wanted colors, and colors are more expensive. Anything with anything yeah. with clothing, mm-hmm. a black sweatshirt is whatever, right? A pink sweatshirt is a lot more. It's double, sometimes quadruple the wow. price. So as long as people are willing to pay extra, which I I yeah. took a survey of a lot of people who were asking for all colors. They just, everyone just, I want purple, I want blue, and I was, <laughs> I want those two. Which but now you have to go buy and find. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, I took the plunge and I was like, you know what? I'm doing it. I invested a whole bunch of money in a bunch of colors. So now <laughs> eight new t-shirt colors and five new sweatshirt colors. Awesome. Good so for it's you. a lot of fun. Yeah. I that's, I guess, the newest thing for now. Mm-hmm. I would assume once summer comes around and I can't crochet anymore, I get the itch for yarn when the weather is, well, it's snowing outside right yeah, now. Yeah, right. looking at it. It's <laughs> but, but when it's colder, yeah. you yeah, tend to Yeah, I towards... do. I get so excited for, I mean, it just, it is. It's part of the passion. It's part of the weather. It gives you all those warm and cozy feels. But um, I tend to do jewelry in the summer. So I've been doing like polymer clay. So I started that also during lockdown because I wasn't uh, busy enough with everything. <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> so I'll probably get back to making some jewelry and stuff this summer because um, i got to stay busy. Yeah. Well, I stay think creating. Like, you're like the example of like the grind just doesn't stop. <laughs> you know, like, like you kind of took what was given to you in the last... Anything that I can do with Netflix on. Keep going. Yeah. No, I think that's great. I think that's like part of like some people did like really sort of stop and 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 just be which there's nothing wrong with that. But I think for a lot of us we were just like, well what what I need to do more. You know, what more can I do? And 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 like in in evolve, you know, Mm -hmm. and and try try to get it done, which I think you did, you know, like with the with the shirts, like the mama shirts. It's really cool. Don't get me wrong. I I had my my days, my weeks, my yeah. yeah. It definitely it took a toll. It's definitely mm-hmm. hard, especially seeing a career I worked really hard for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been an esthetician now five years, and I was just at Flutter Beauty Bar about it. It wasn't even a year yet when the um, pandemic happened. And it yeah. definitely, it just just to watch what you've worked so hard for. I finally got out of a, a salon that I had been at, which was great. I mean, I got my start there, right? But um, out on my own, and I became literally my own boss and mm-hmm. everything. And that was great. And I was... Starting to have to open up more days. I was getting really, I was probably going to have yeah. my best <laughs> right? yeah, year on my own. And then it was just like, oh. <laughs> and then it all just curveball. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I was really upset at first. It was like, I've worked so hard for this. And, you know, you have that whole, I don't deserve this, right? Mm-hmm. But now looking back, I'm like, I'm grateful for that time. I never have had that kind of time with my husband and my son, mm-hmm. like all. Like we, I can't tell you how long it had been since we had set an alarm. It was great and all at the same time awful, right? Right, was, a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. Because so, some days it hits you more, and other days. Oh my gosh, yeah. On. No sight of a paycheck either. Right. You know, oh, who gosh, knew when yeah. the next time we were getting paid was? Mm-hmm. It was yeah. it was crazy, but it definitely, like you said, that one life to live, and it just kind of gave me that drive to try some new things, try mm-hmm. some different things and see if it works out and it's really great i um i also have my stuff i forgot it's at miss molly's cafe i forgot about that oh, that was another oh, yeah. person yeah. so that's out um it's in milwaukee it's almost like tosa it's on center and 82nd okay yeah sweet. it's 
it's a cute little cafe Mm -hmm. and they've been definitely affected by the pandemic too you know they're not doing any indoor dining Mm -hmm. they've turned their whole cafe now into a little maker shop wow so there's different makers in there yeah Yeah. so they still do like to go orders and Mm -hmm. coffee and bakery and everything but everything else is all set up for maker booths it's really awesome okay um i've got one super tough question for you oh boy this is the the hard-hitting one if somebody wants to start being a maker um what do you think if you could only give them one piece of advice what do you think that would be like one thing that's just one tip that would probably change you know what what they're doing don't care about what any everyone else around you is doing yeah just do you do what you believe is right and do what you see as your vision like this maker's or this mama sweatshirt that i made it literally is the the font is called plain jane it's the basic (laughs) font and it just says m-a-m-a and i just but it hit. It, it did. Yeah. And it was wild, it right? Like, I'm always in my head. What's the best cursive font out of 3,000 fonts? Right. Or what's the, what is everyone going to love? And I picked this basic font. And it just, it really just go with your gut. Really mm-hmm. just do what you think is the best. And yeah. that's how you make a brand, in my it opinion. It really, it I mean, kind that's, of that's is, the, when, right? When you, when you do, when you follow, people, people relate to authentic. Definitely. And they can, they can tell this is what you want. This is your passion and you're doing it. You don't really care what anybody else thinks. That's, 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 a, that's, that's it to me. That's, yeah. you know, at least that's, I was that's how you say What a great tie in with, uh, with Jim authentically. Right. You. Yeah. Right. yeah. I it's, didn't mean to do that, brand. but yeah, here you go. Yeah. Like you, you really yeah. go and you create it and, mm-hmm. and, and again, people catch on if you're not being real yeah. and, and, you know, particularly younger people And it. But yeah. if you show them, this is what I'm all about. Like that, mm-hmm. that's how, that's how you can really propel into the next level. And yeah. if you're trying to do what other people did, like that's what other people did. Like, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You know? So I, I love that advice. There's this TikTok like voiceover, like audio that's going around. And it says like, um, I want to start my small business, but Sally started hers. And she's like, so what? Like, do yeah, you do exactly. yours you know what i yeah. mean like who cares if it's already been done like it'll be different because you did it and mm-hmm. i think that that's kind of how it is too because to touch on instagram and all social media it is there's so many and it's half of the reason why i'm not on etsy a lot of people will be like where can i find your shop and i'm like i'm literally just through dms i'm keeping it simple that's until it. i can do yeah. my own website or something like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. because etsy you search like yellow scarf and you're literally going to get thousands right, of pages of yellow scarves yeah. or yellow it's- even if you type in yellow crocheted scarf you're not going to see me until page literally 800 it's crazy yeah so it's definitely, it's all about being authentic. Yeah. I hate that word sometimes though, but. <laughs> it's my buzzword. I actually, so I might, I think you'll like this saying. I have a bumper sticker, which is my car's right over there if you, you go check it out. But uh, what my favorite saying is do you unapologetically. I like that. And, and it's mm-hmm. like be yourself and don't apologize I'll put that on a sweatshirt for you. I would, I would wear that tomorrow there if we I got go. that. Yes, We're working is, in the merch. We just yes. made a deal, people. It That's definitely is so true though. And don't. <laughs> Don't feel bad about who yeah. you are. Yeah. And that, I think right now, you compare yourself so much oh, out there. Totally. Everyone, yeah. and the young people especially, too. It's so comparable. I mean, look at me. I'm trying to do Gen Z fashion. I'm I'm doing it, too. But I'm making it my own. I'm doing what exactly. I think is working for me as a millennial. So right. There you go. But you exactly. still got to fit in with the Gen Z. You got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah, you got to. It's an extension of personality, really. Yeah, it really so. is. Yeah. So then one last uh, one last not as hard question. Yeah. If they want to get in touch with you, if they want to follow CB Designs or Flutter Beauty Bar yep. or any of that, 
Where do they go and do that? Where do they find you on social media? So I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook. So CB Designs is just CB Designs MKE and then Flutter Beauty Bar MKE all on Instagram and Facebook. Same handle. Well, that's so, easy. Yep. Okay. Thank then, you for making that easy. Yeah. It's yeah. both the same. I created it like that so that it was easy to find awesome. on all the platforms. I um I share everything on both platforms too. So if someone's not on Instagram or Facebook, mm-hmm. you can find it either place there tied together nice so all the same information is on there send me a private message or anything like that easy to get a hold of i respond well my cell phone is another limb that's just how it is. You sound like a millennial. As yeah. a mom, too. Yeah, though. as a mom, right? <laughs> um, and I think it's really important, uh, you know, particularly for for you know, you're, you're local, and I think mm-hmm. I think people, you know, personally, you know, you need to support more local, more small businesses, and, and y'all, this is an opportunity to do. So. Yeah, and yeah. I would love it if um, other people from that you guys are doing side hustle. Mm-hmm. If you need more mamas, if you need more anybody, yeah. happy to give you, you some that. people yeah. in part of my girl gang, I guess, if you want to call it that. <laughs> oh, I like that. Girl gang. <laughs> we can join a girl gang. I know. Totally. I've always wanted to be in a girl gang. <laughs> I mean, I've always wanted to be in a gang, but yeah, a girl gang, gang in general, I guess, but yes, work. Yeah, there yeah. It is. I mean, we're probably cool a little enough. bit more badass. Yeah, I was going to say, no, you could say that. Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah, definitely badass. Yeah, Aaron just gave me a look. Was I supposed to say that? I am oh, no, more here. than comfortable. I did with real that. good. <laughs> there we go. All right. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for, thank for you. coming in and doing this. Thank you, And uh, you can follow this show as well. We got an Instagram. We sure do. You can yeah. follow us, Hustling Sideways. Uh, you can follow this podcast wherever you get your podcast. I and think we're on all of them Spotify, now. Anchor, Apple. The fax machine probably has it. Uh, we were working on getting fax machines, okay. but I could get. I think we, we can, can hook that up. Figure it out. Are yeah. you on the podcast app now? Because the first episode we wasn't. are okay. Because I had to download Spotify. I subscribed on Saturday night. I so. had to just download Spotify to listen, and it. Well, that's nice. Well, yeah, but you, you can delete it now. Spotify's got to cut us a check. Now. That's right. Yeah, we've said <laughs> we your name five new... times now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're gonna get those royalties off. Beautiful. But yeah, Aaron, thank you so much for coming in thank and doing you. this. Thank you. I appreciate have you, it. Yeah. Thank you. And Jim, thank you for being here. As Alan, well. thank you for being here. Yeah. It's a yeah. pleasure. We should, we should thank each yeah. other. Yeah. For yeah. Being Every here. episode from now on, Alan, thank you. Thank you. Thank All you, right. Rocky. <laughs> yes, and thank you to Rocky. <laughs> All right. Peace thank, out, guys. Peace oh. out, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time on the Hustling Sideways podcast. Keep on hustling. <laughs> <laughs>